You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Chris, and you're listening to a podcast that believes in dreams, that places trust in the magic of imagination, that is always the first start of the right, and where the light in the window is always on. Join as we discuss the views from Walt's apartment. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Walt's Apartment Live. It is Wednesday night. It is October 18th. We have a fun, fact-filled show. See what I did there, Josh? A fun, yeah. fact-filled show. I did that for you, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. you. A, Thank you. Got a, got a fun show tonight. Got a cool guest, a cool new guest, because that's what we do. We just find guests whenever we talk to someone. Hey, you're going to be on the show next. That's just how it works. But uh, let's get into it. Let's say hi to everyone. Joey. Disney Universe podcast, Tiki podcast, beer drinking podcast, um, Mando stuff. What, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. It's family night. Let's do this. Good to have you. Good to have you. Then we have Lewis Sunken City Design.com. Not designs. Design.com. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. It's Wednesday. I'm stoked to be here. Good, buddy. We're glad to have you. We have the one, the only Blurred Hulk. David, like I have not seen you in so long. How you doing, buddy? I know, man. I, I'm I'm doing good. My I have this really ridiculous roommate who's a Raiders fan, but beyond that, it's a great great week. So I'm just happy to be. Well, here. I mean, if we're gonna talk about it, I mean, you you guys are both on that side of the of the pictures. Even we have the 49ers who lost this week, the Eagles who lost this week, the Raiders who won this week. I mean, let's just point it out the obvious. Um, if we could all play the Patriots, I mean, come on. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. But David, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Do you like fun facts? Oh my freaking god! I die for fun facts. Do you have a fun fact? I know you don't have fun facts. I don't have fun facts, but who does have fun facts? Somebody here has fun facts. Who has fun facts? The one, the only, Joshua Schaefer. How you doing? I have fun facts. How you doing, Josh? I'm doing great. Good. Missed quite a few weeks in a row because of work, but you got to do fire stuff, you got to save lives, so that's what's more important. So, we appreciate you. Glad to have you here. And we haven't heard in a while, but Josh News, juicy fun fact, yes, <laughs> about the jungle book, right? Yep, okay, sure is. there we go. Yeah, it's the 56th anniversary of that today. You said, uh, it is, it's the 56th. We're gonna talk, we're gonna talk, d- dive into that, and then we have the one, the only, the podcast princess. Ms. Mlodecki, how are you? Sam, that's you. Say something. Stop She's calling on that dial again. Stop calling me Hello. that. The podcast princess? Okay. <laughs> Stop calling you the podcast princess? You got it. She wants to be called the... Oh, I, is it not working? Oh, uh, she... No, She's stop delayed. calling me by my last name. Okay, sorry. Like, no one knows it, but that's okay. But anyway... Welcome. Um, you might want to go back out and come back in because I think you're on delay again. Oh, yeah. She's How's it going, Tyler? Uh, the America Online CD and pop it back in. <laughs> <laughs> and Take then out we the have... cartridge and blow on it. There, there you, go. you go. 
So last night I did a I did an advertisement for MouseCon with uh, Jerry from uh, Venturous Ideas because he's putting together all these advertisements for MouseCon coming up in a couple of weeks. And the gentleman that recorded the advertisement, um, we did it. I mean, how many takes did it take me, Jason, to do that ad? Uh, let me see. Uh, this many. That many. One take. <laughs> you call me one take, Sean. So that's, that's how we right. But um, Sean's calling himself right now. We do. So we have. We have Jason Braden from Adventurous Ideas. Um, we were talking after. He's like, I love Disney. I'm like, well, you want to be on the show? And he goes, well, yeah. Can I say, I said, well, you have to understand that once that happens, you know, once you're on the show, you just kind of are always on the show and you come back in wherever you want and stuff. But but Jason Braden, Adventurous Ideas, awesome. From what I understand, I don't know a lot about you. From, my, from what I understand, a lot of voices. A lot of, you, you do a lot of voices. Round of applause, yeah. So, um, yeah, um, I mean, I've, I've, I've been kind of making goofy voices all my life. People have said that I should do this for a living and I finally listened to them. It only took, you know, 49 years of my life, but no time like the present, right? Nice. I like well, presents. Well, welcome to the show. Um, I, I was trying to explain to you last night how we, how we, I, I have not, Lewis, I have not. Screw you. So I have, uh, um, I, um, we were talking last night and then, like I said, we we're doing this stuff and then, Everyone that's on this screen right here is going to be at, at uh, MouseCon in two weeks. So I thought it would be fun to have you on. We could talk about MouseCon. I went last year for a couple hours. This year I'll be there for a couple of days. Um, looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so tell us first about Adventurous Ideas. I I think we who have we had on besides Joshua and Sam that are part of that? I don't think we've had anyone else on from them, have we? Well, we had Jerry and Andrew were commenting. They were commenting, that, but they never haven't been on. That yeah, first one, yeah, yeah. But uh, tell us what adventurous ideas. Give us a little bit of background on that, and then we're going to get into our show and thank our people and and do this thing. I mean, I can give you the summary, but I know that Mister Funfacts over here can give you all the dates and everything because I don't remember that kind of stuff, but. Adventurous Ideas is going to be, or it is, a uh, company that was uh, formed and originated by Jerry Cornell and Sandra Nelson. And uh, they are basically making this company all about full cast audio productions for any kind of story that can be thought of. And uh, when they say Adventurous Ideas, it's, it's a literal term because... There are superhero shows. There are shows like that have horror themes to them, um, kind of like fantasy uh, things. You know, uh, there's even going to be one that has sort of like a noir um, sort of supernatural detective that's going to be coming up pretty soon. That uh, is just staggering. And, and the number of stories that we have in the pipeline right now, ready to be fired out is ridiculous. I want to say there's, I think the last count that I heard Josh was like, what, 56 or something like that. That's, that are, that's total, but like 36 have been listed. Yes. Yes. But uh, there's the there's others we haven't heard about anymore. Yet, so. and, and the great thing about this too, is that when we go to places like MouseCon, we'll, um, we'll meet all these great celebrities who have done voice acting before and they'll ask Jerry or Andrew, what are you guys up to? And they'll tell them, we formed this company. And almost with a snap of a finger, they say, I want to do it. So we've got all these fantastic people that are on board that we've got contact information for their direct contact. Sometimes they're like, here's my agent's phone number and give them a call. I'm interested. Let's do something. So we're really excited. And it's it's going to the future holds a a lot of bright promise for this company. I think. Well, what an adventurous idea, Jerry says. 
I yes. see what you I did see, there, sir. I see what you, you did there, that. Jerry. Okay. Yeah. Courtney says, hey, guys, let's get some of these comments here. Efren says, Mouse Con up north, right? Yeah, it's in, I don't know if it's Concord, Concord. Yeah, down I don't, south it's down south for me and for me and uh, David, but it's. Yeah, yeah. Concord, California, uh, November 5th. I was. Yeah. I was what? corrected what was when I called it Concord. It's Concord. Oh. Yeah, I was too. <laughs> I, I think I hear thing. it pronounced Concord. Yeah, yeah, more than anything else. Isn't that Stocktail Wednesday? George is in here. So we do have a we, we have a fun show planned. Um, I want to real quick. I want to um welcome. P.S. November fifth is Back to the Future Day. Oh, that's right. Oh, but um, J uh, Jason, welcome to the show. We love. We're glad to have you here. We thanks, Sean. It. I appreciate you having me. I really do appreciate it. Absolutely. That. Like I told you last night, there's no real format to this show. Um, a couple of the folks here have some topics. We're going to talk about them. We're going to have some juicy fun facts and just have some Disney conversation. But I first, I want to thank our lamplighters. Which what are our lamplighters, Sam? What are they? Who are they? And she is on a big delay. Our lamplighters. Am I still on a big delay? Yeah. yeah. No, you're good. Keep going. Well. <laughs> <laughs> You're like welcome to our, our show. lamplighters are our Patreon members. <laughs> our lamplighters are our Patreon members. So I'll I'll shout out their name. Our lamplighters are <laughs> Gordon, Tyler, Robin, Aiden, David, Marianne, and Jennifer are our lamplighters. If they are our Patreons, if you want to join our Patreon campaign, you can click on the link in the bio of this podcast and join us. Help support the show. We do have some cool perks that we offer to them. But uh, yeah, we would love to have you join us and uh, talk Disney with us all the time. So um, we'll, let's get into this show here real quick. Shout out to our sponsors. We have Where in the Park, the Theme Park Scavenger Hunt Game, Designer Park Co., the awesome bags, the backpack kind of deal for the park, and Getaway Today, who we love so much. So thank you to all of our cool sponsors. And let's get into the show and basically, the way we do this is uh, we have some a Disney topic, a Star Wars topic, a Marvel topic. Who wants to go first tonight? Who wants to? Wants, let's do Marvel first tonight, since All Sam right. just left. So, David has some Marvel stuff. I wasn't. I didn't, didn't get a hold of you earlier, Lou. So you get to play along with me, and we get to just have some discussion. No um, Loki. No Loki. I haven't watched it yet. No, no, no Loki <laughs> this time. So we're we're going to talk a little bit about the Disney Plus. Shows they are uh, that Marvel shows. Um, there, there's some more shows in the cutting block here, as rumor has it. Um, you know, we all back in July, there's a rumor about Wonder Man, it was going to come to Disney Plus. Uh, those who don't know who Wonder Man is, he's kind of a cross between like a Luke Cage, Hulk, and Adam Warlock. Um, you know, technically the strongest um uh, character in Marvel. Um, considering that Hulk hasn't been really tested. So with the writer's strike, the everything kind of got stopped and put on hold. Uh, time for uh, you know Marvel Studios to kind of marinate about things. Uh, some other big things are changing. They're revamping Daredevil Born Again again. Uh, they're cutting and slicing up that show. That, that, you know, again, the writer's strikes had them kind of um, reviewing that, and then they ended up, uh, Disney just ended up canning, uh, who's the guys, um, Ord, Chris Ord and Matt Corman, who are the showrunners show for that. 
Um, there's some pushback from the studios because Daredevil doesn't even suit up until the fourth episode um, into into the show. So they're going to be doing some slicing, dicing, some reshooting, and they're going to keep some of the episodes. But uh, Wonder Man is definitely not definitely is rumored to be out, out ousted, and you know that's where we are. They're taking you know Feige said it um, just. We're going to take more of a harder look at our Disney plus Marvel shows. We want, we're going to hire studio execs to actually run these shows and make them more in line with television. Then we are having the movie people come down and put together these shows and stuff. So we're, you know, we're going to see how that turns out. You know, if that's really the answer to, you know, what's going on with some of these shows, you know, obviously there's some uh, hit and misses shows, hit shows and stuff, but there's some controversy and some misses, you know, the, you like it or love it or hate it. You know, She-Hulk wasn't, was kind of mid, a lot of people wasn't a big fan of that show. So they're taking some, Look at all these shows and all the streams and stuff, and they're saying, okay, we're going to go back to the drawing board and retool, get some actual TV execs that have experience under their belts, and then once, you know, everything's right as rain, we'll start production and go forward from there. So, yeah, so that's that's the news. Rumor, Wonder, Wonder Man is pretty much scrapped as far as, as, far as we're concerned, so. Reactions. Who wants to start? I um, I think that uh, coming up here, at least within the next couple of years, I think they're going to use the the strikes as an excuse for not doing things. Like, oh, the writer strike, we had to cancel it. You know, if you put the blame on somebody else, and you can't be like, well, we didn't have enough money because we didn't make money because our projects haven't been working out. So they could just blame the strikes for a lot oh, of yeah. stuff. We do have a couple of comments in here as well. Um, Odie says, hi, Jason. <laughs> That's my dad. Hey, dad. Hello, dad. Oh, and I then Lo- Linda Graham has said this twice. Jason looking good, sounding great. <laughs> That's so my we- aunt. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. I, I, I let everybody know. <laughs> awesome. We, we appreciate it. Uh, Tyler says, what's up? Sharp showing up late. Don't let it happen again, Tyler, but it's all good. I don't know um, who he is. <laughs> uh, Steve, we Dutton, claim that's my brother-in-law. One. What's up, Steve? That's my brother-in-law. Say hi to him. Hi, Steve. Up, All right. Steve? So, um, yeah. Uh, anyone else comments on the the Marvel news? Uh, whoever wants what to is, comment, so I don't I go around with, everyone because I don't have any comments on it because I don't. I agree with Josh, and that's going to go with Snow White and so many other things. So, oh, just yeah. piggyback on what Josh said. Totally agree. Yeah, I also think so. they're doing too many. I think they need to make less between movies, maybe one series between each movie that comes out, each Marvel movie, mm-hmm. so that people aren't, oh, I have to watch 22 hours of Marvel shows to get up to speed with this next movie. So yeah. I think if they did, you know, movie, series, movie, series. Yeah, yeah. I agree better. with that. Well, I mean, the good thing. Good thing about Marvel shows, you don't need 22 hours. You just need 22 minutes. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I knew right the short shows. But to go, but to go back on what Josh said, it's it's weird how I mean exactly what he said. You you have a movie come out like Wakanda Forever came out like November of last year. You've had like four different 
Marvel shows come out on right. Disney Plus since that have nothing to do with that. So you're like, right. where where does the Secret Invasion, or is that's what it was, right, with Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah, was yeah. it supposed to be? Where does else, that though? fit into whatever we've just watched? You know what I mean? That's like going to be like in like four movies from now. So why? What is? Is it just to have content? Is that why they just put this stuff out there? Well, that's going to be deal with like armor wars and right. um, so Captain America and, and uh, yeah, because Wandavision started right after Endgame. It came out. It was literally yeah. in a timeline after that. So. And then it kind of, you know, then you had Captain America, which was had nothing to do with any kind of timeline. But that what about production costs? Yeah, like that, like special effects and stuff. Was it cheaper to do uh, Secret Invasion than another show that would be hev- heavy on the special effects that you would take time to do? Because Secret Invasion pretty much had humans in it. You know, they they were. Um, well, I'm trying to blank on what they were called. Aliens. The um, yeah, but then they would yeah. turn into their human form and then they they were just the humans for the show unless mm-hmm. you know every now and then they turn into a scroll so it's just a regular show but if you get something like let's say guardians of the galaxy where you have rocket who's all cgi you have yeah. outer space stuff you have uh, people he- heavy in makeup like um you know drax but like, yeah. I'm wondering if it was it was cheaper to make than mm-hmm. other series would be. That makes sense, they, actually, too. Yeah, and they got to be looking at costs nowadays because I, I mean, I I hear nothing but problems financially with Disney. Yeah. I mean, their stock keeps tumbling and they're losing money. It's 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 bleeding right now. Is yeah. kind yeah. of you should stop password heard. sharing. But <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what they should do? They should they should increase the price of uh, Disney. They should Plus. double oh, it. Wait. Oh wait, wait. Yeah. no, they did that too. Like, oh, well. Wow. I, I think the problem with the Marvel shows, though, is also too is is that the the storyline is so wide. You literally have to watch every show, every movie to stay in, in tune with it. Now, I think that could be a challenge as well with them. It's like, hey, like uh, Werewolf by Night. There was so many people that liked it. It was just its own standalone thing. Yeah. Um, it's a fantastic I, show. I, I'm probably one of you. I like or or Lewis. Lewis. Or they could listen to the Marvel tribe. That's true too. <laughs> nice plug. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure that was going. But yeah, absolutely. So I, I so as a, as a comic book nerd, I, I I gotta say, I understand the premise of what they're trying to do, but it doesn't translate on the big screen. I mean, they're comic books. You have different story arcs that kind of weave in and everything else. And they just kind of put it all out there. And you have these comic book nerds who are in the MCU studios who has a kind of unlimited budget who who's trying to replicate what, what that experience that we get in the comic books. It doesn't, it, it does. What you end up doing is confusing some of the new audiences and stuff, because you're right. They're sitting there trying to figure out where in the timeline, like I understand there's a timeline. Is there a multiverse? Like, is this a different unit? Like they're, they're, you're, we're throwing so much at it versus just kind of holding someone's hand and taking them through this MCU experience and stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I, I get it. I, 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 I agree. I, I think it's fair for, especially the newer fans. They're, 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 Pushback and what you guys are saying is absolutely legit, and they do need to slow down. They need to take it back and just kind of walk us through and maybe 
one or two shows in between movies and stuff, but just this inundating <laughs> us and stuff like that. I love it, but not everyone's like me. It's, uh, sure. Well, I was going to say with the MC, the the movies, the big the big budget movies are easier to draw the casual fan. They're like, oh, that's a pretty cool story. I like it. But then the shows, have, as we've seen, uh, Lou, uh, with Moon Knight, She-Hulk, everything is definitely dipped straight from the comics. Like, mm-hmm. I heard people uh, bitching about She-Hulk. Like, that made no sense, the way it ended. I'm like, that's, how that, that's, that's exactly how the comic, comic book accurate. Was. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So I, I feel I agree with you guys that, like, you know, the, a lot of the casual fans probably aren't liking the shows as much. Sure. Because they're they're not as dipped into the comics as the shows are compared to the, the big that the, actually that's a good that actually kind of goes back to Mike the question I asked. So kind of explain, just throw everything out there and the true comic book fans are gonna love this and they're gonna think it's the best thing ever. Anyone else have any co- more comments on the Marvel? Uh, I just want to ask one quick question, Definitely. more as a fan than anything else, because I haven't actually watched the series yet, but is there any thoughts on Miss Marvel? I have really not wanted to watch it and just not drawn to it as much as I have been for the other series, but I I want to watch it just so that you know I, I don't have that Marvel FOMO later on when it comes to watching the Marvels uh on the big screen. Watch it. It, it was one of my favorites out of the book. I loved it. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, and I've heard so many varying mm-hmm. opinions, mostly negative actually. Yeah. Yeah. It and did, on the last it episode, did a great job informing Yes, it did a great job informing where things are going. So, okay. so it will tie into to the Marvels, correct? Yes. yes. Oh, direct. So I, should finish, I, I should, can imagine. Yeah, because that so was I the introduction. Stop watching of Sons of Anarchy yeah. and finish that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it feeds <laughs> right into the Marvels. <laughs> okay, perfect. Because I'm on. The, I'm only watching Sons of Anarchy for the fourth time in a row, just because. But um, well, yeah. you may or may not see your number two in in uh, the Marvels or Miss Marvel. Oh. oh. I'll have to watch that. She is my number two for sure. I won't tell you where, though. You got to watch it all. Um, you got. So let me ask you this real quick, uh, Jason. We talked about this last week. Are you ready for Deadpool 3 starring Taylor Swift? Oh, <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> is she going to be Mrs. Pool? Oh. No, she's going to be the, with the Dazzler. Dazzler. That's all we'll Dazzler. say about it. Dazzler. We talked about it for a half hour last week. But... She's, she's not going to be anything. She's not in this. I don't know where you guys bet. get this. You want to bet? bet on that, too? unreliable sources i'll bet you on that too yeah absolutely okay. i think no, right now he's gonna cast his kid's godmother and slap the- bet slap bet yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i get to slap the shit out of sean when that doesn't happen okay and i can do the same to you live you on the try. air you can try, <laughs> you can try. <laughs> in all seriousness though i'm ser- i am very much looking forward to deadpool 3 and oh my gosh he's it's, my it's favorite the only movie and as far as absolutely. i'm concerned the only marvel show that should really ever break the fourth wall uh yeah. when they did it with she hulk i was i was almost embarrassed at, at one point they just kept breaking it and breaking it until there was just no room anymore at all and i was I like what am i watching here <laughs> the wall was gone yeah there was no more wall wall was no gone. More wall. She, she was like the kool-aid man oh yeah she hulk it worked up until the season finale when she's like i'm gonna bust her disney plus it's like wow <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that was in the comics, though. That was heavy. She, in the she, Wait, okay. hold on. Her, she her is bus- the OG of the fourth wall break. She, she is. I'll so give they you had that. to give her some homage. I'll give you that. that. But her breaking the fourth wall in the Disney Plus was not in the comics. Let's be honest. I can so hear David right here through the wall. I mean, <laughs> her breaking the fourth wall. I agree. I'm all on board with that. But let me hop through Disney Plus real quick. Like, come on, stop. That was cheesy. 
Well, Disney yeah, Post was in the round during the comics. Okay, that's that's yeah. that's fair. That's, that's I like the breaking of the fourth wall. I get she was the OG of that. I had no problem with it for the season. But when they brought the season finale, and she's like, I'm gonna hop a little movie scheme. Like, uh, get out of here with that. Oh, Andrew with I the shake it off. I have no argument against that. I have no argument. So that's Andrew that's with the haters gonna hate, 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 hate. Yep. <laughs> Shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. But anyway, so yeah. Oh, Alvin Thornton is on here. Alvin's my guy. You know Alvin. Alvin was your salesman, David. Oh, told, what you, up? told you your car. Yeah. What's up, Alvin? How you doing, brother? There's some people Heck on yeah. here. Right? So yeah. for those who don't know, Alvin is one of two black people that live in Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> Medford, 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 the Medford. Yeah, there's We're four in Portland. There's four. We meet once a month to make sure our numbers stay up, and yeah, we're doing, we're doing pretty good. So. Oh, uh, Alvin, good to see you on here, brother. Andrew, good to see you on here. Hope, hope all is well with you. Dude. Um, when I cover it, when I cough, you don't hear that, right? Because I turn it down. Just making sure. I can't hear anything. Perfect. Um, how about we? Go to our next topic. We'll, we'll finish with Disney because I got some other thoughts, like on the the password sharing stuff too. We'll do we'll do Disney last. Who has Lucasfilm slash Star Wars, Mister Mister Pittman? That that would be me. Uh, this will be very quick because still with the strike and everything going on, there's not a whole lot of Star Wars. Stop using that as an excuse. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> or or Lucasfilm news. Uh, I guess the only news is uh, Indiana Jones Five is coming out of Blu-ray in December. Um, but Blu-ray, uh, Blu-ray still a thing. I yeah. still like physical copies. That's how I buy them. Yeah. Uh, well, you have a movie theater in your house. So that's good. Yeah. But, um, also, yeah. they've been taking stuff off of Disney Plus. So, like, I want to have these things to watch. Right. And that goes to my story, which is more of a tweet from uh, one Warwick Davis came a few days ago. Because you guys know how I feel about the Willow uh, TV show. But bring it yeah. back. He recently uh, retweeted, in which Willow's yanked off disney plus so this is why i want physical copies but oh what i haven't even seen it yet yeah you won't now (laughs) (laughs) i just thought i just thought this was interesting uh but he he basically just tweeted out i meet lovely people on daily basis who are fans of willow who are the reason that disney plus series was even made Uh, please tell me at walt disney company what do i say to these subscribers when they ask why they can't watch this series anymore hashtag embarrassing um, Damn! Was that yeah. Warren Davis that t- t- that tweeted that out? Yeah, uh, yeah. four days ago. Disney so. the business. Is he the yeah. little guy? Yes. He's Willow. Okay, all right. <laughs> so yeah, it is. yeah. It is. And I, just, I mean, it's, it's not news, but it's a. Tri- um, it kind of is. I still don't understand why you get rid of anything on Disney Plus, especially I, original content. Makes no sense. Came out specifically for the the streaming service. Yeah, they got rid of Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, prop culture. Prop culture. Yeah. We could go. Uh, my yeah, God, we could go about Big Shot, which was, was such a good show. Yeah. So, but this is another reason, like myself and Josh, we yeah. want our physical copies. Uh, they are finally. I mentioned it a month ago, but we are getting season one and two of the uh, Mandalorian, uh, the first season of Loki and uh, WandaVision uh, coming out this winter on a 4K Blu-ray. Plus I'm, digital I'd, copies too. I'd buy, I'd buy a Blu-ray player for that. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I just Jason think copies are still important. So. Yeah, Wanda. So not real news uh, topic, but that's just something that kind of came out in the last week. Lewis, do you have that picture still you made today? 
What picture? The one you just, the one you were working well, on. You showed let's us show, earlier. Let's show everybody oh, what yeah, you, yeah, your latest, yeah. your latest deal. Here, let's show everyone. All right. All right. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. That's nice. so cool, man. Nice. Love Nightcrawler. If you aren't watching the show uh, and you're listening to the audio podcast, go on YouTube or Facebook and check out Lewis's awesome new picture that he that he drew. Is it is it Drew? Is that what you say that you Draw, rendered? Drew, color, Drew, color, yep, created, I don't know. Illustrated, doodled, doodled. doodled. <laughs> yeah. I like doodled. I'll have, I'll have digital prints of that one available by the next like two weeks. That's awesome. okay. Cool. And real quick, Courtney uh, commented: line. they raised the price. They better be putting these original content back. Well, I agree with that. Uh, yeah, me too. So, some of the, so Willow Willow got pulled prematurely before its numbers officially came out. But once its numbers uh, did come out, as much as it was good, Willow's numbers were very, very low. Um, and it, so, it, it, well, it came out at a real bad time. Yeah. It Jeff came out at a very bad time with like House of the Dragon, Lord of the Rings. People were medievaled out at this point, in my opinion. And, but it was a great show. These, and some of these shows have so much written to their contract that they they need the viewership to be watched so that way those people can be paid for it so therefore it, it all just depends because there's some stuff on there that's like how many people are going i know we're talking about jungle book today how many people are going on disney plus today watching jungle book probably not a whole lot it's everyone's it matter, it's the, guy it's, on Blu-ray. the option should be there but the thing is though is those residuals have mm-hmm. to be paid if, if it's not being viewed just take it off so you're not paying for it mm-hmm. i mean a lot of these newer things on on disney plus still have to be paid for and as we know Disney Plus is just a bleeding artery right now. For sure. That is so, one thing for sure. One of the things that, that came out of this uh, writer's strike ending is the fact that a lot of these big streaming services were juking their numbers on streams and stuff. And they're lowballing, and there's rumors that they're lowballing numbers on some shows that should have gotten real higher counts because there is financial compensation that was attached to it. So part of that uh, collective bargaining was they need to report real numbers to a third party source, which we're going to get. Now we're going to get real reportable numbers. So we can see, because we were relying on Netflix, uh, Hulu, uh, Disney plus all of these to give us, you know, like, Oh yeah, yeah. This, Number one, show this and that, and we mm-hmm. got eighty thousand views in one day, and we don't have any conference. I didn't know that until that writer strike, mm-hmm. until the agreement that was made. Well, so, and, yeah, and the hard part too is it's not even based on actual views; it's all based off minutes. Stream so, it's, yeah. it's it's accumulated minutes, and then that's divided by the viewership. So, it's not even like you can hop on and watch, say, Willow the first episode for ten minutes. Doesn't count it as a view. It only counts as ten minutes. So there's so much like work around trying to make it seem like you're doing as best as you can, but equally so, you're trying to make it look like you're doing horrible. So you're not having to pay out a lot too. Out. And they're trying to they're trying to change that to actual views made, not just minutes viewed, because that's right. what Netflix has been doing for years now. That's fair. Um, mm-hmm. Anyone saw so anyone has any other comments on that? Because I want to go into our break. But before we go into our break, does anyone else have comments on that on that stuff? I don't want to cut anyone off from the only thing that I can say back back to the Star Wars stuff and then the the Marvel stuff. I mean, whether the the shows or movies are failing or whatever, I can tell you they're killing it at the video games. And I don't know how many people play games, uh, but we got Spider Man 2 coming out uh, for the PlayStation 5 on Friday, which I'm 
psyched about. <laughs> and um, the uh, Jedi Fallen Order game that was just out on Xbox and all the other platforms was amazing as well. So you just say nerd. Uh, they're, they're doing something right. Who said nerd? Someone what? said I mean... nerd. <laughs> hey, I wear that like a badge <laughs> of honor, okay? Iron <laughs> Man game is going to be awesome. I write about I Disney facts. Yeah. I mean, come on, nerd. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but Okay, so Jason, before we go to our getaway today break, um, going back to MouseCon, you've been doing all yep. these ads for it. Um, who's going to be there? MouseCon, Concord, November 5th. Concord, sorry. November 5th. <laughs> at the, <laughs> when, where is it at? The Concord? Concord, Concord Plaza Hotel. Yes. I'm not yeah, there's actually Concord Plaza quite a big Hotel. lineup. I have I mean, these names up if you want me to read and, them And off. so do I. So, but he oh, asked okay. me, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have your moment. You'll have your. It moment. is not fun fact time, Josh. Sorry, <laughs> fun fact. Um. So the young lady who voiced young Nala from The Lion King, Nikita Kalme Harris. I, I hope I didn't butcher, butcher her name. She's going to be there. Uh, Tony Anselmo, voice of Donald Duck, a previous. One of the previous voices of Donald Duck will be there. Uh, Irene Bedard, the voice of Pocahontas. Uh, Eden Gross, who played the voice of Flounder. Christopher Robbins, uh, apparently the voice of Chucky at one point as well. Quite oh. the segue there. Oh, wow. The doll, not the... The doll, yeah. Not the demon-possessed yeah. Chucky. No, yeah. Like the high-pitched, you know, um, the I'm good... boy. What do they call him? Oh, okay. uh, good. good buddy or whatever. Good guy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good the good guy. guy. That's what it was. Yeah. It's been a while. I was like, my buddy? No, that was a real one. That was a real thing. <laughs> uh, Lorna Cook, the director of Spirit, a uh, movie I haven't seen, a Disney movie I have not seen. Um, Amy O'Neill, who was the older sister in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Um, Ooh. Yep. Dan Molina, who is in Chicken Little. He was also the voice of Dirk the Daring in the Dragon Slayer video game. We also have Mimi Gibson, who did a voice of uh, one of the dogs in 101 Dalmatians. We have Mary Gibbs, the, who played the voice of Boo, of course, from Monsters, Inc. Nice. Rick Law, Disney artist. We have David Frankham, another <clears throat> voice actor from 101 Dalmatians. And mm -hmm. apparently he was also in Return of the Fly. Oh, I have I have no idea how what party had in that. Uh, I'm just kind of blurbing through these really quick. John Morris, the voice of Andy, uh, he was the one that I uh, actually did the video of before you, um, uh, Scott. Almost blanked on your name. Of course, Jerry. Okay. Yeah, Sean. <laughs> Sean. Sean. <laughs> Do you know why I got Scott on my brain? Is because I said that he reminded me. Uh, it said Sean Williams. That's the guy that played Stifler from the <laughs> American oh, Pie movies, right? Yeah. But I remember yeah. after we talked, and it's it's. It's Sean, Sean Michael William Scott. Scott. It's, it's Sean, Sean William Williams. Scott. That's right. Yeah. Scott. Right. That was what I forgot to tell right. you yesterday. Like, of <laughs> course, it came to me like right after the, the, the show was over. But anyway. Where in the Park will be there also. Yes. Where in the Park will be there. Jerry Cornell, C. Andrew Nelson, of course, Josh Schaefer, Jerry and everybody else that you see here on the screen. And Sam will be Disney there. Disney Universe the... podcast. Who, who's on the website? The Disney Universe podcast. Mm -hmm. With Walter Hartman podcast, we're all going to be there. It's going to be a great time. Gary just commented uh, an update, instant update, instant update. What you I heard it here first? There after all, yeah. Oh no. Okay. Well. Okay. All right. Irene. Irene's not going to make it. Sorry to hear that. I'm sure oh, there's a story on. behind that. But um, <laughs> well. so we're what we're going to do? We're going to take our mandatory two minute getaway today break and learn about our amazing sponsor getaway today. We'll be right back. Mm -hmm. 
Well, hello, and welcome to Let's Get to Know Our Sponsor. Getaway Today has been helping Disney vacation dreams come true since 1990. Whether you choose to visit the happiest place on earth or travel to Orlando and beyond, they want to help you. Need to know the best hotel in the area? What theme park ticket should you buy? Have a last minute change? No worries. Their travel experts are always here to help. Want to book a cruise and don't know where to start? Hey, they can help with that too. They will help you find the perfect cruise for your vacation, whether it is your first time or you're a well-seasoned cruiser. When you book your cruise with one of the Getaway Today's experts, you will have a dedicated agent to help you every step of the way. They take care of the details so you can have the most fun. Getaway Today has layway, peace of mind travel, allowing you to cancel or make changes up to 72 hours in advance. You will always have the most up-to-date vacation information, both pre-arrival and upon your welcome. Getaway Today will guarantee the best prices with no hidden fees. And every time you book through Getaway Today, they will donate a portion back to a charitable organization in your area. And so far, over $4.5 million has been donated. So click the link in our show notes to start your Disney vacation planning for more information and the best deals. Tell them Walt's Apartment sent you. And until next time, enjoy the view from Walt's Apartment. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! What's going on here? What yeah, we're, are we, are we, are we switching? We're switching oh, boxes. boxes. <laughs> All right, hey, scoot over, Jason. I'm coming down to you. <laughs> I don't know if there's enough room in this booth for the both of us. All right, I gotta get back in there. But, I sit on his lap like a ventriloquist puppet. <laughs> so cool. You don't have like headphones or anything. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's get back to it. All right, this is this All is how right. it's done live, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is again on the bottom. Wow. Teleportation. Speaking of it's the like, fly, customer it's like service. Muppet, it's like that Muppet Vision pre show with Scooter going from screen to screen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I used to love that show. Yeah. yeah. So good. So we're back. We're back. Thank you, Getaway Today. Thank you for that amazing break that we got to have. Um, <laughs> Yes. Yes, George, that's what it was. We'll <laughs> <laughs> we really need to stop yeah. tying our sponsors to pee breaks. That's probably it's like the work. perfect amount of time. Sean is a man of a certain age. He's younger than me, I'll have you know. <laughs> Didn't know David's room was on the way back from the bathroom. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> West Wing. Okay, so what's going on? I got a few more things to talk about. Sam, I have a question for you. Do you like fun facts? Because yes. you know what time it is. It's Lewis's favorite time. Only when they come from. Only when they come only. from Joshua. All twenty-six. Right twenty-six. <laughs> Jungle Book fun facts. No, no, Josh, just six. Just well, he, 56, he bumped up every year. my five anyway. I already had his sixth, and he has a seventh 
already in the chamber because he knows he's going to do more. That's our secret bonus one. Okay, let's go. You hit us with your jump. Today is still a secret. You just told us about it. Uh, yeah, right. It's supposed to. Shh. Sorry. <laughs> we need to have like a jump roll intro for <laughs> it. Have you ever seen Christmas Vacation? It goes. Yeah. Like what the fuck? We're doing this. Is Randy in the Navy clock? Oh my god! Oh my god! Say grace. Say they want you to say blessing. Blessing. <laughs> Did somebody Kenneth. break wind? Can <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Christmas Vacation? I feel bad for people who don't know. Damn, you're missing like you. Damn have you you're seen Christmas that. Vacation? Louie, have you? It's been years. Yes, of course what? I have. What? It's the best movie ever. I have to watch it every oh, year. Every year. Every year. It's like you can't have Christmas and not watch that movie or Christmas Story or Die oh Hard. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh. yes. Christmas in July. Yeah. So Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Of course Absolutely. it is. It happens Absolutely. during a Christmas party. Yep. We had this debate a long time ago. I think um, Airbnb had that debate when they were on. We had a debate with Bill and Barry about that being an actual Christmas movie or not. But there's no debate. All right. No, it's Josh. not. I mean, now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho! What? Oh, I mean, oh, <laughs> come on. We have the buildup. Joey, give it to oh. us. What is happening right now? Josh's juicy fun facts. <laughs> <laughs> so right. tonight we're going to go over the Jungle Book because today is the 56th anniversary. It was the last animated film that Walt Sorry. Simple bare necessities. <laughs> this was the last animated film that Walt worked on before his death. The film cost $4 million to make, but over the lifetime of the movie, they've made $378 million on it. Damn. Uh, Rudyard Kipling was the author of the original Jungle Book novel that was published in 1894. According to his daughter, Elsie Kipling, Mowgli is pronounced Mowgli, not Mowgli. It is said that she never forgave Disney for this mistake. Uh, Bitter. Oh, wait. I already went over the money. Okay. After Kyle got injured, he said, oh, my... Secreliac? Secreliac. There we go. Wait, after Kyle got injured, he said, My Secreliac. This was an improvised line by Sterling Holloway, as it was meant as a joke because the Secreliac is the joint that connects your hip bone to your spine, and snakes don't have hips. (laughs) (laughs) There was a nearsighted character named Rocky the Rhino that ended up getting cut from the film because Walt didn't find his comedic scenes very funny. Milt Call was set to be the animator of this character. Rocky ended up making an appearance in the film Bedknobs and Broomsticks and again in the series Jungle Cubs in 1996. He wouldn't join a Jungle Book film until 2016's live action release. His original concept artist was Floyd Norman, the first African-American animator hired by the Disney company back in the late 1960s to work on Sleeping Beauty. Hold on, I'm going to hold you up for one second there. I'm going to stop you. So if you guys don't know that before Walt's apartment, there was another podcast called the Decast. David actually had the opportunity to interview Floyd Norman, which um, we have that somewhere in our feed. I will try to find it and re-put it out because it was a very good interview. I'll That's go one of my unicorn uh, interviews. 
I'll I read saw down. him at Melscon. Yeah, he was at Mel. I had dinner with him. Yeah. Once. Oh in yeah, life. sorry. That dude was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, he's Go cool. Ahead, he is. Uh, Walt wanted Ka to have his own song, so he approached the Sherman brothers to write a song especially for the Devious Snake. Within a week, Ka had Trust in Me. They were able to complete the song so quickly because it was the re-lyricized song, The Land of Sand, which was meant to be in Mary Poppins, but was cut from the film. And here's the bonus. The voice of Mowgli was provided by Bruce Reitherman, the son of director Wolfgang Reitherman, who was the director of this movie. Bruce voiced Christopher Robin and Winnie the Pooh in the the Honey Tree the year before because his father was also the director of that film. He was 10 to 11 years old when he recorded his lines for that movie. Nepo kid. With Sterling Holloway, who was Pa and Pooh. So both of them were in both movies back to back. Oh, and this picture behind me is uh, concept art from the movie. Let's bring it up. Let's put us all the people watching. Beautiful. Nice. Nice. Love it. Is that it? Uh, Baloo is actually described as a sloth bear in the book. <laughs> sloth bear? Sloth okay. bear. So they got lazy out of it. They don't look like Baloo looks, but it's a sloth <laughs> bear. Speaking of sloth, I, I loved I loved Frick the Sloth in the Once Upon a Story. Short oh. from the, it was, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I love the 13-minute movie, the 100-year That was so good. Did, did you guys all see that? Not yet. Yeah, it was no. great. I love that they brought back. You haven't okay. watched it yet, Lou? Uh, no, no. Okay. So the the characters, because uh, you know when they like, let's say had the princesses in Ralph breaks the internet, they were computer three D animated. Well, this there, everybody's back to two D animated. Who was originally two D animated? They used audio clips of all of the the characters who had deceased voice actors. Um, to 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 voice the characters in this, and so I'm like, I really like that because Sterling Holloway, they they brought him, like they used his audio recordings for Ka and what was it Pooh and I think Cheshire Cat in this. I thought Jim he, Cummings did that in Baloo. But. He not not in this. I mean, he Jim Cummings is the current voice of all those characters. I was just surprised yeah. that he didn't do them in this. I thought it, I think he mentioned them in his podcast, but it might have been for something else. I don't know. Might have been. I was just looking at the credits at the end of the. Video. I was pausing it to read all the names. I'm like, wow, they're dead. They're dead. They're dead. Uh, Jim Cummings gonna be at, uh, Jim Cummings gonna be at House of Mouse in uh, March in Florida. We will yep. be there too. I met him. He's great. He comes up to hear on me. <laughs> that con. That's the one I want to go to. That, I met him at the Don Bluth to... booth. Say that five times fast. Don Bluth booth. <laughs> that's two. Not very fast, though. Don Bluth booth. Don Bluth booth. I'm ashamed of you, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Jennifer says, I'm going to go to MouseCon. You're coming coming to California? What? What, what, what? Shut up. That's cool. Do it. Do it. Turn around, just like you won't. For real, Jen? Gotta get out of Florida. Let's see. uh, Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Type faster. (laughs) <laughs> um, David. Oh, she says in Orlando. Oh, the one in Orlando. Okay, so that yeah, one. that's the House of Mouse. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that, there's some heavy hitters going to that. Yeah, I didn't think they were letting House Florida of Mouse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now all we have left is some Disney news. Um, Sam, happy anniversary, actually, Jungle Book. Yeah, happy anniversary, Jungle Book. Fifty-six years, great movie. Also, 
Happy Disney 100. If you haven't seen it yet, watch the Once Upon a Story. Um, it's amazing. Yes. It's emotional. It's uh, it's all it's all the things. So um, definitely, it's good stuff. It's 546 characters in eight minutes. It's pretty cool. Is it Once Upon a Story or Once Upon a Studio? Whatever. Uh, studio. <laughs> once upon a just go on Disney Plus. Well, we gotta let people upon. know the right thing to look for. Just go on Disney Plus. <laughs> it's go on, on Disney way. Plus. Use your own account, not someone else's, and type in Once Upon a, and it'll pop up. Password. Josh, I'm going to use your password right now. <laughs> so, what do you guys think about that? You guys think that that's good that they're going to crack down on on passwords? Louis, I mean, if think? it helps them to you know be able to have money to make stuff. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I have to contact the people that I'm sharing with to let them know. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to do the same. Right, I think I mean, all look, of I, I, I my share niece. my password with my kids that they, you know, they, I mean, it sucks for kids who are like in college or you're just disjointed and all kinds of, it's, it's dumb. I'm sorry. It, I get, I get why they want to do it. Money, but it's, right. it's, it's, it's dumb. So, I mean, like my Hulu account, I pay like, more a month to have unlimited screens so anyone can have my my hulu account if they want to go on there and watch mm-hmm. stuff but or have the option like netflix i just added my mom for 7.99 a month added her on as an extra person right so she now has her own account for only 7.99 a month but it's weird though because people have phones people have tablets people have everything yeah. they carry with them so that's not that doesn't count, or is it just like in your home? They so said it's supposed to be, be connected to the router that the you Wi-Fi sign up with. Network. Yeah. yeah. So if you use your, uh, let's say your account at somebody else's house, and it's connected to their their uh, router, their IP address, mm-hmm. then that's where it's going to work, and then eventually you won't be able to use it that's unless fun. you reset it. I moved too so much for that. Disney's IT company is going to be that advanced to do that with routers, but they still can't sell Oogie Boogie tickets yeah. properly. I, mean, come on. I, don't, I don't buy it. So all of us who take business trips all up and down is yep. going to be screwed. So. Yeah. so if you take your fire stick with you that has all your accounts on it, you plug it into your hotel TV. <laughs> yeah. That's I that I don't get either. Cause like when we were in, when we were at Disneyland a couple weeks ago, we could log into the Netflix account if we wanted to. Log in. Yeah, you can do it. For, it has to. Okay? Well, it has to like log in on your own mm-hmm. uh, IP like once every thirty or sixty days or something. Mm-hmm. So if you use it and then use it away from your house, but then <clears> use it at your house again, it's okay. Okay, uh, that's fair. I get that. Well, I'll just say this: Hey, Disney, I have five houses. That's it. <laughs> I own them. They're all mine. Right. They're using the, the the one account, so deal with it. Deal with it. Yeah, and it may be accounts like, you know, if you're, I don't know, maybe in like if I'm logged into my account, then and somebody else can't go into Joshua's, you know, Disney Concurrent, Plus because I'm yeah, already watching it. Dream. So yeah. uh, I know Netflix has been doing that, where it's like you can have like four viewers on at the same time, and after right. that, it tells you no more. So I see Disney not necessarily password protecting because ultimately what happens, if you, what happens if you use like right now at work, I log into um, Disney plus through the web browser. So right. realistically I'm logging into the web browser, stuff like that. There is no real IP. It's hardwired into the desktop, stuff like that. So there is having an IP, but it's on the computer. It's not on a Roku. 
So it's not a smart team, you know, like that. And I think that's where, like, they kind of mess up. So I, I think they're honestly going to have limited accounts, meaning you would only have up to, like, four people streaming at one time mm-hmm. before they say, nope, you're messing up. Because if I log in here to the computer, not through an app, it's not on my phone, so like that, it's through the internet. And so there's there's a little bit of difference there. Um, but I agree right. with, I, I agree with Joey said, though. They can't fix Oogie Boogie tickets. They're going to use our <laughs> IP address. I don't think that's how they're going to do it. I think they're going to limit how many people can be watching it at one time. Because right now in my house alone, I'm sure probably three of the four TVs are watching Disney Plus right now in those rooms. So What's what Ruby do watching right now? What do you think? They're probably watching Elemental because I think has been on a repeat for the last <laughs> Solid. So, like, that's good. And not only that, what if it what happens if with ESPN and Hulu Plus or ESPN yeah. Plus and Hulu is that that's all on they just marketed where your login for the Disneyland app, your Disney Plus, all that they just combine them where it's the same password. So, what can you not be on Hulu at work and Disney Plus at home? Is that still password sharing? So, I think you're going to get only so many accounts that can be on at the same time because Netflix does that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think they're going to crack down on password sharing you're just not gonna have that many people able to watch it at one time that's fair so fun facts from the it guy <laughs> get a vpn <laughs> i'm gonna give you instructions on what to do but get a vpn yes get one you can okay. spoof your own ip anywhere on the planet now, uh, boom, hat back on straight. There we go. Now, <laughs> now, who was that masked man? What? <laughs> As for the price increase that everyone's mad about, too, like the, the price is increasing and the passwords are. I mean, if anyone really thought that Disney Plus is going to stay that cheap when they announced it, not increasing, doubling. <laughs> yeah. It's like, not like going up in increments, it doubled. Disney boot you over and they didn't use any protection. Like they, I mean, I was. It's usually was, a slow burn, but this. Was I like, was paying fourteen ninety nine. Now I'm paying, I think nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. So that's not. Double. I paid three dollars and eighty eight cents a month for the first three years. If yeah. you're talking right. you annually, that, it's you almost double. Special. You got that deal though. I I signed annually? up for three years when I was at D twenty three. Yeah, if you really thought three dollar four dollars was going to stay Disney Plus forever, oh, it was. That's why I signed up for three years because I knew it was going to go up. Yep. But going back to what Courtney said, if you're going to double the price, then release bring all the back, content. Yeah, bring everything else oh, back. At, le- sure. at least the, that they made already. I mean, yeah. Big yep. Shot, and, and Mighty Ducks. Don't take uh, it off unless it actually has, like, physical copies. But like, they also, yeah. I mean, they're also pushing everyone towards the ad content stuff because the ads are paying their bills. That's why the ad stuff is staying so cheap. They would rather people be ad-supported. That's why, and it's funny because there's a lot of people talking about it. That was the cable model for years. Commercials paid their bills, not us paying the, the our cable bill. It was the ads that came on. So that's why the, the ad support tier is so cheap because they'd rather us be on the ad support tier because they make more money off the ads. They should also bring back for people that don't want to go to the theaters or have like a hopeful family. Bring back that I forget what it was called. I'm just going to call it the primetime pass or whatever. The premium. The yeah, but when a movie comes out. Thirty dollars uh-huh. for two weeks. Yeah. You have it for yep. two weeks. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that I, I'll see the movies in the theater first. But there are the people with like six kids, and that, that's mm-hmm. expensive. Yep. So the thirty dollars is perfect. Plus Disney Plus is still making that money. So yeah. I they mean, should they, just bring they, that back. They, they, can anyway. they can have it come out to um, theaters during the three months, and then yep. put it on the premium access in Disney Plus after that for the thirty dollars. So then 
they're making money for about six months versus just three months. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, I would totally. pay the I would pay the thirty dollars. I would wait till it's on Disney Plus and then pay that thirty dollars for my kids to watch it. Yeah. I mean, I did that with Mulan, and I think Mulan was the oh Black Widow. I didn't do it for Black Widow, but I did it for Mulan because we did a family movie night, and it sucked at first because that was the most highest priced premium like rental that you're getting for 30 bucks for a 24-hour rental then i heard that they changed that that you paid for it and you had access to it continuously up until it came out for free even then but um, that makes sense i think that's perfect like for you being so far from a theater and having you know the whole family and everything so Mm -hmm. they should that money that money should go towards the box office i think too i think because it's i it should count towards box office dollars in my opinion i've yeah, yeah, it, it should yeah, be because yeah. people are paying you know. for it. Yeah, but I mean, <clears throat> it made people like pay per view hella money over all those. They were doing that already. It, yeah. The movie would release in theaters, then pay per view had it for about six months until you finally saw it on maybe HBO, and then it was like a year and a half later till you saw it on FX with commercials. I mean, the the cable model works. It just seems like a vintage thing that nobody wants to use no more because apps exactly. are easier. But the cable model worked for how many years? And it is still continuing to work. I mean, there's a reason why the Super Bowl is shown on basic cable channels because it pays the bills. Absolutely. It makes stupid money in ad revenue. Yeah. Absolutely. It works from the corporate interest, but really, we, we've we been asking for a la carte from these cable companies. They wouldn't do that. You had to buy these bundles. Then the prices kept going. It, it worked one way. It wasn't a, a, a two-way thing. And then Netflix, I mean, the the re, the broken cable system is the reason why Netflix gained the dominance that it did and stuff. Like yep. The on demand a la carte, I can watch what I want when I want, commercial free. And it, it yeah. So cable needs. I would love to see cable go to that a la carte. I can select what what cable channels I want and packages, and then you give me a price. Then I'm all for it. I'll deal with the commercials and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, I and I agree with that 100. percent At the same time, too. I mean, you look at all, all these apps, and we're paying close to anywhere between ten dollars to twenty dollars a month yeah. per one. And, yeah. and you have everybody jumping in the pool. I mean, Paramount Plus is out there, Peacock, Hulu. I mean, you could go down the list. Everybody's got an app plus of some sort now. Facebook user wants to know how my day's been. My day's been pretty good. I'm not going to lie. So, um, thank you for asking. Um, Sam, what is our actual Disney topic? <laughs> Wait, Sean, are you Facebook user? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just messaging myself. Our actual okay, our actual Disney topic is that last week, um, Bruce Vaughn, head of Imagineering, did a demo for some cool little droids that could po- potentially be walking around Galaxy's Edge for Josh tomorrow. And so cool. um cute tiger so can you can you think about how cool that's going to be like walking around galaxy's edge and you've got these cool little droids that are just like interacting with you and like walking around the park well haven't you st- weren't they in the park actually or was it yeah they've already been doing uh testing there they they call it like yeah. droid yeah. class yeah. or school yeah. or something so like cool. that they're they're so awesome yeah well it's yeah. like at sea world have you been there when they walk the flamingos down the walkway is it the flamingos or penguins 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 down the walkway, and you just stand there and you watch them waddle by. That's what it. That's what it is. Except it's droids. And I just, 
I hope it does happen because again, another one of the uh, paychecks uh, cuts was we were supposed to have roaming droids uh, at Galaxy's Edge, and even at D twenty three twenty seventeen, they had a roaming droid that was completely not remote controlled and roaming around the the uh, showroom floor. But yeah, they I'm put sure a cover on just, top of a I'm Roomba. Sure it was just his decision, Joey. But yeah, totally. <laughs> I, I'm kind of biased because all the all the conventions that I go to nowadays, there's always an R2D2 or a chopper or something like that roaming around. Or yeah. I've seen a Wally. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have not I, seen I, I a Wally. I would love to see Wally. Why? Uh, why? It's one of the best Wally's Pixar amazing. films. That's why. You are out of your damn mind. Wally's the worst <laughs> Pixar me? film ever. Oh, we uh, we're gonna have words. That's <laughs> fine. The first of the film didn't have any dialogue in it. It's dumb. We need to make some room. I'm gonna bring. Story. I'm gonna bring my robot down to MouseCon. So, <laughs> okay. I, I, to go with Sam's story, though, I may or may not have a contact connection with one of the designers of those droids that I'm working on. Right? Is now. it Bruce Vaughn? No. Okay. <laughs> not that big of a connection. Well, Sam's excited. She'll answer in a few seconds. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> there she goes. <laughs> Undisputed with Jason and I want, Sean. I want to stop. Listen, listen. Well, stop. We um, are. Did it, oh, go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> I was gonna say, did anybody else think of like Disney ducks of Batu when you saw three of them walking around like that? Because that's what I at least saw was like the little. Yes. Okay. Now, now that you just said that, hundred percent. That's exactly what it, where my head went because it was a cool. It, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Hey, if you're gonna go with Batu ducks, you need those rats from Star Wars running rolling around there too. There yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Be, I would love that. That would be cool. It looked cool. I mean, and like you know, Joey did say uh, I, they they did make a bunch of promises about you know free roaming characters and stuff that they have you have not seen at Galaxy's Edge yet. So. Hopefully this is the start of that. Finally, is the writer striking COVID? Is <laughs> COVID in the writer strike? That's the blame. And Ricky Ziegler did something about it too. So. And it was, I mean, it was, and, like and it was weird. Of, it's not like they don't have a bunch of unemployed characters out there in Florida that can come to Disneyland now. I mean, come on now, you can bring the opera singer into the parks. Like, bring there her out. <laughs> Didn't they used to have a roaming Wally at California Adventure at one point? So unfortunate. No, they, they had the really? garbage can named Push. No, I swear they brought a Wally out at one point, but it, it was like a failed because there was just too many mechanical to it, it or Wally? something. I never, I never read about that. Uh, no, I seen, I've seen video. I'm pro- thought I it seen was a video. fail because it was Wally, and they realized well, they, Wally sucks. Like we shouldn't be doing this. Wally, Wally's not a higher rated Pixar film. You want me to leave, right? No, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> <the haters, laughs> they have a couple Wallys because they did that Pixar in real life show, mm-hmm. and they have a handful. Like I think one of the there's like four Wallys. That they have that are like life size wallies that drive around and stuff like that. So yeah. I would not be surprised if, especially during like the opening of Pixar Pier, if he was out there for a minute just doing some meet and greets. But I would, I, I could see Wally either having some technical issues or being so swarmed as for a crowd that they no longer bring him out. Because I mean, heck, Pete opening day of Toontown, they called him, like, hey, pulled him back in. It was a wrap. And Pete went MIA for like two weeks until you saw him again. Because like the crowd behind new character meet and greets, except for Lightyear, it's bananas. I want to say this happened right before they started doing the Bunsen Honeydew and Beaker uh, thing, where oh. it was like this thing that was it the was Muppet a single, Lab. yeah, the Muppet Lab. It was the mobile Muppet Lab, and it was on a single wheel, and it had all these gyroscopes to keep it balanced, and it did like you know bubbles and smoke and stuff. 
Um, but it was right around that same time when that one came out. I think that one was a success, but I don't think Wally worked. And of course, Sean, yes, I know because it was Wally. So this was a droid there it is. celebration. So uh, a fan that do the R2 builders did Wally. That's beautiful. And he was dressed like Darth Vader. He was Darth Wally. <laughs> oh, I see <just> cape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's playing music and kind of like, whoa. Da, 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 doing all that stuff. So. Yeah. That's cool. Don't sing too much. We'll get kicked off. <laughs> okay, so there was a Wally. There was a Wally built for Disneyland, but it was taken to the streets of LA in 2008. Um, oh, it got stolen. That's where we lost. I was going to say, yeah. like, that's when Wally like uh, I guess lost it, his job. It was probably just a test. Went homeless and taking <laughs> on the streets for a loose part of LA Crips now. So taking pictures at the theater <laughs> with Superman and. <laughs> Spider Man and stuff. The yeah. weird looking Batman. Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> the minion <laughs> from Universal. The creepiest looking Mickey Mouse, you know, because it's like. Oh, really God, skinny, yeah. Uh, just a nightmares. skinny Mickey Mouse with a really what? skinny head. Vegas yeah. Mickey? Hey, before you go, uh, do you want to hear some facts about a sloth bear? Since we know that's Bring what it. Baloo is. Bring it. Just do Come it. Come on, go ahead. Well, that's later. That's later. That's later. I just didn't read it. So with a keen sense of smell, the sloth bear can smell grubs three feet into the ground, which this ties into the whole eating ants thing because they eat bugs. They aren't very large, with males weighing in at 300 pounds. They are also considered the most aggressive bear and are responsible for more fatal attacks on humans in just one area of India than all of the fatal attacks from brown bears on the whole planet. There are roughly 200,000 brown bears on Earth and only 20,000 sloth bears. What about cocaine bears? Cocaine bears? There's only one? (laughs) I think they died. I have yet to see that one as well, but it's on my list. So we need to get... Those are bonus facts that I add into my Disney facts that are related to the Disney fact. You're just trying to get as many fun facts in as you possibly can, huh? Yeah. That makes three for tonight. (laughs) He never he, does that. But yeah, I don't. Do we have anything else you want to talk about? Anything fun? Do you want to talk, Joey? I just want to throw one more thing out about MouseCon because a lot of us are going. It's on Sunday, November 5th. Yes. Uh, a lot of us are going a few days before, even the weekend. So uh, we might be getting together at the Family Museum uh, Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. There might be a little pre party at a local brewery, Epidemic Ales. Uh, going on so more details on that coming soon it costs this much to get in possibility yeah. 10 10 two of, two of his two of his fingers were were uh were, were not <laughs> showing so but, uh, what what digit was that <laughs> alex is we're, we're alex is working on something very fun at, 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 at epidemic ales uh in concord uh to build it get ready for mouse con yeah, it More should be fun soon. I think it's going to be a great show. We've been to I've yeah. been to the uh, the the Concord and the uh, Concord the Concord and the Bakersfield one now. I think two years in a row, each one. And um, you know, it, some of them are like really busy and really you know big and boisterous. There's a lot of fans there. Um, the lineup that I've seen so far and the amount of press that we've been doing for this so far, and then and the the reactions and the feedback we've been given. Uh, I think people are excited. I think it's going to be a. I think really this is the biggest one, one here in Concord out of all of them. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's going to be... be a good time. I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to seeing everyone. I mean, we've met a lot of people this last year. That's going to be cool to see in person. Um we were we were we didn't we weren't going to see Sam until 
until um, Rogue Comic Con, but now she will actually be there in in uh, November in just a in just a, a, a what is it? Not even a month, like two weeks. So it's gonna be fun. We two do have weeks. some fun stuff planned. We're gonna oh have. My gosh, uh, can you believe that? I know it's crazy. We're gonna have. Uh, we're gonna. I don't know. I'm totally. Con- I just lost myself there. We're gonna have all of us run around interviewing people. Uh, we're gonna try to put mics in people's faces, like you know, booths and different. You know, maybe if we can get up to some of these characters. There's panels. Can, panels. There's great you know. panels at our table. We're gonna be doing Marvel Tribe, doing a 15 minute segment, Undisputed. Oh, yeah. Every every podcast will be recording at least a 15. That will be the segment. longest episode that we're gonna we're gonna do a collaborative <laughs> DU Waltz Apartment show together and just put everything together in one and just little little clips of. Uh, everything and joey i'll let you edit that one because that's, that's <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> last time i did that was a celebration in chicago and that was a four and a half hour show but it was we're not awesome. gonna, I, I don't know if that'd be crazy but yeah we're gonna I'm have a gonna, good time I'm gonna be walking around signing autographs as winston duke <laughs> are you taking are you taking your costume it's not it's not ready it's not ready yet so. they have a costume i have a professional that. helping me uh, do the uh, a screen accurate uh, cosplay from. Take Bob. your other one though. For, Are you going to enter the, the contest? I already shredded the other one. And stuff, oh, okay. So. Okay. You got to well, enter that, the contest. That's going to bring us to the end of the show. Jason, again, tell us where we can find you. Again, thank you for coming on. Hope you had a good time. Like I said, I it's had a different a great, show. Different show. Yeah. <laughs> no, I had a great time. And I, again, I appreciate you inviting me. Um, if you guys want to find out more about me and my work, you can go to uh, www.jdbvoices.com, voice actor for several upcoming shows. And uh, just a quick circle back to MouseCon. There will be an Adventurous Ideas panel at MouseCon where you guys can learn all about the company, what we're doing. And I believe there is also going to be a um, an item for sale exclusively only available to MouseCon attendees. So you Ooh. cannot miss it. We're going to play some audio clips too. Audio clips from yes, the shows. Yes, audio clips from the shows. So please, awesome. please come and listen. So if if you're watching this right now, we have three people from Adventurous Ideas that are on this that are in this panel right here. We have we have Josh, we have Jason, and we have Sam. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Everyone here is going to be there. So, Louie, David, Sam, Joey, Josh, and Jason, thank you guys so much. I appreciate all of you guys for taking time to be part of the show. All the listeners, thank you so much. And until next time, we hope you enjoy the view from Walt's apartment. Good night, everyone. Good night. happy place welcome Disneyland is your land here age relives fond memories of the past and here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals the dreams and the hard facts that have created America with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world
and now he's here with me. Oh, we're still here. Oh no, we're still here. <laughs> now he's here with me. So yeah, there's no shit talking during the walt this time. Wait, wait, wait. So, now, Stand now, still. There's David, something behind you. It's still live. I know. We know. No. Really okay, we're live? gonna go now. He's taking off his shirt. We gotta go. Good night. Whoa, everyone. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it is still live. <laughs> now it's.